Welcome to the podcast, guys. It is um, nice seeing y'all. Or here, or thank you for listening to the podcast mostly. So today we're gonna be talking about. I mean it. We're gonna be talking about a deep dive in to the into my predictions of the NFL. Of the NFL season of twenty, the twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three NFL season in week one, um, we're also going to be talking about where the Cleveland Browns sit in the AFC and how will Deshaun Watson play when he is back in the league. Definitely don't want to miss Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. But let's talk about the week one schedule. So first. On Thursday, September 8th, Rams versus Bills. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know. Most of y'all might say the Rams, but the Bills do sit very well. Actually, in the power rankings, they're number one. So, I think that the... Bills might win this game. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's my predictions. You, you don't have to agree with them. Then out again, out. and then on September 11th, Sundays, it is the Saints at Falcons. I got my money on the Falcons. Nah, not the Falcons. The Saints. The Saints because. You got James Winston, you got Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and you just got a whole bunch of sets. So, and I really do think that they're a good team. So, I am do I am thinking the Saints will win. The Browns against Panthers. No doubt the Browns are going to win this one. You got, um, I mean, the, the quarterback's kind of gone. But you got... You got uh, Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. You got T. Higgins. And, um, yeah, that's kind of it. I, you really got T. Higgins on there. So, you, so I definitely have, have everything on the Browns. If I lose that game, I will be so mad. 49ers against Bears. I don't even have to talk about it. 49ers, Debo Samuels, Debo, Trey Lance. I don't even gotta talk about it. Steelers at Bengals. Now the Steelers, no, just no. I think the Bengals will actually win this one. Don't ask why. Eagles at the Lions. Um, well, looking into the depth on this one, the Eagles definitely do have the better talent. Jalen Hurts, though, we got. Oh my God, there's so much I want to talk about on Jalen Hurts, man. Guy, oh my god, he was good the first year, like 2020-2021 season, when the Washington Commanders actually made it to the playoffs for the first time since 2015, I guess, I think it was, but, and now that the Lions have Aiden Hutchinson, it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be a, definitely a battle, but then again, Jalen Hurts can run, you got Devontae Adams, so... I definitely think that the Eagles will win this game. And then, moving on. 
to the Colts at the Texans. This one, I'm going to just say this, to be honest with you, they're both horrible teams. <laughs> they're both horrible teams. But the Colts are definitely going to win this one. Dolphin, Patriots at Dolphins. So based on the state of Miami's um, stadium, it's horrible. But the Patriots really don't have a chance in this game. The Dolphins, they have Tua Tungavalo, and noting that they have Tyreek Hill, they're definitely going to be a powerhouse. So, Dolphins are going to win that one. Um, The Ravens, just the uh, Jets, the Ravens, the Ravens. Jaguars at the commit at the Commanders. Mm. Both teams are horrible. And when I mean horrible, I mean horrible. But, you know, really doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, the Jaguars' offense is horrible. Horrible. So, the Commanders are definitely going to win this one. Um, The Giants at Titans. The Titans are definitely going to win this one. You got Derrick Henry. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill is still here. You got Ben Jones. I mean, the Titans are got to win this one. Chiefs at Cardinals. This one's a maybe a even harder one. Reason being is because the Chiefs, they don't have Tyreek Hill no more, but they still do have Patrick Mahomes. Also noting that they also have the Honey Badger. But the Cardinals, I, I got to go with the Cardinals. They might actually win this one. Raiders at Chargers. I don't believe in the Raiders that much, noting they're just not that team. They're just not that guy no more. Sorry about that, does sure. They're just not that guy no more. They are not that guy no more. So, I'm going to just be honest with you. I actually think the Chargers are going to win this one. You got Justin Herbert. You got Williams. You got... Ezekiel, no, not Ezekiel, Austin Eckler. You got just Joey Bosa. You just got a whole bunch of people. You got the Packers at Vikings. Do I really need to explain myself here? But, in all seriousness, no. Packers have to win this game. The Packers have to just have to win this game. I mean, the Vikings' QB is Kirk Cousins. And I know the Packers' defense is trash, but they have Aaron Rodgers. But now that I think about it, the Vikings actually might win. But for now, I'm going to just say Packers. When I start watching the game, I'm going to just say the Vikings. But I think the Packers are actually going to win this one. I'm not sure. That was a hard one. Buccaneers at Cowboys. Buccaneers. Mainly because I hate the Cowboys. Mainly. And then the Monday night matchup. Mm, this one's going to be a good one. The Broncos at the Seahawks. It's like a family reunion for um <laughs> Seahawks fans and Russell Wilson. It's like a family reunion. But, I, but in all seriousness, the Broncos are definitely going to win. Reason being is because of their... Because of Ju- Jerry Judy... And Russell Wilson. They're going to be a big factor. So now, we got to talk about 
the subject that I've kind of been wondering if this should be a thing, but the Cleveland Browns. I know I just said that they're going to beat um, the Panthers, but I'm going to just go to the roster. I'm going to just go to the roster. And honestly, without Baker Mayfield, I don't know what to do with them no more. I mean, based on, I mean, they lost to the Bears. They lost to the Bears. In the pre in their first week of the preseason, they lost to the Bears by one point. I mean, at least they beat the Jaguars, but the Bears, they're like, oh my god. And then you got the Eagles. Okay, the Eagles, I understand, but Browns, but Browns fans are just gonna be upset, upset. Also, noting that Baker Mayfield, actually, I forgot Baker Mayfield was now on the Panthers, so I might go with the Panthers. I'm a, I'm not gonna make any assumptions yet, so I might clear that and just not say anybody because. The Panthers, now that they have Baker Mayfield, they might do better, but they're not going to be that, that good. Also noting that, they, who is their court QB is Jacoby Brissett. They're not going to do a lot until, really, Deshaun Watson comes back. And really, I don't, we don't know how Deshaun Watson is going to play after a year of play basically being the court. <laughs> And uh, Jadavion Clowney, we just kind of don't speak on him. Uh, uh, this team, bro. I mean, who even is Don? Oh, I know who Donovan Peoples Jones is. Like, bro, who is D. Ernest Johnson? Like, who is who is White? Oh, never mind. I kind of know who he actually is, though. Jack Conklin. Okay. Let's just... Tony feels the second. Like, who? Who? You got AJ Green. Jacob Phillips. Okay, my only fear about this is that... Literally, my only fear is how Nick Chubb is going to play. And Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, flat out. Jacoby Brissett, not flat out. Kareem Hunt... He can run a few plays. Nick Chubb, all out. Miles Garrett, uh, I think Davion Clowney's kind of better. But uh, anyways, though, what I'm trying to say is that the Browns roster, the where they stand, is just not okay. Like. You're in prop. You're not even in the toughest division yet. That's AFC West, if I'm correct. The toughest division. You're you're probably in like the second toughest division, especially with the Bengals and Ravens now. Mainly the Bengals now as a powerhouse, but the Browns really gotta step it up. They once I I think the Browns can get like like. Like a five and 
six record before Deshaun Watson comes back. So, yeah, that will happen. But other than that, really, like, how are they actually gonna do? Like, it actually scares me. Thinking about it, you know what I mean? It actually scares me. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, man, the Browns are actually might gonna have a bad season just because of Jacoby Brissett. But, but I can't just go, you know, rude. I can't just be rude. Like I said, five and six, or at least four and seven. That's, and then Deshaun Watts can do his magic, but. I mean, you really never know. But yeah, that's my, that's another decision down. And now Deshaun Watson, out. Deshaun Watson suspended until week 11. Me, personally, I would never go out like that. Deshaun Watson. Honestly, he has to go all out this year. I mean, last year, he had 4,823, oh, actually 2020, he had 4,823 yards, 33 touchdowns, and 77, seven, actually, only seven interceptions. Why did he say 77? Seven interceptions. And... For what he did, I'm not going to say it on here because family friendly, but he's not, he's not going to, he's not just going to get away easy for what he did. Like, he's just not going to get away with that. Noting that he was this good of a player, he could have gotten anybody. Really, but he really, he really just didn't have to do what he did. Mainly knowing that, but honestly, what I want to talk about is preseason. Oh, preseason, the preseason. So, I'm going to go through everything that... So, I'm going to have, like, highlights. Every, at the end of my podcast, I'm going to say my top 10 highlights and my not top 10 highlights. So, yeah. So, I think that is really worth mentioning. But, mainly... Mainly knowing that we're not gonna agree on some things. It's just my personal opinion. So, something that I really thought that is in my top plays is for the, um, Hold on, I need to stop. Let me get a break. I'll come back. 
I definitely think that um that at number ten would be for me is the um catch by um Lance Hutchinson. I just don't know why. It's just that the Lance Hut the Lance Hutchinson catch is just like for some reason stuck within me. Um, then you also have the um I think at number nine would be it's definitely the um touchdown by DJ Turner. I think it's the way that he just went past five guys. <laughs> the way he just passed five guys is just really amazing. I just don't understand it though. It's just really nice. It's just like the way. Like it's not how he did it, it's the way he did it. You know what I mean? So at number eight, um have to give it to um like I'm literally noticing that for the first three it's just me saying receivers. So Colleen's what was it again? Colleen's Raymond. That was actually a good catch that he made. I feel like these are kind of like backups. They're not full people. They're just backups. But yeah, Colleen's, Ray- Colleen's Raymond's cl- catch is just really good. Alright, now, and now at number seven is, is the throw to George Pickens. The George Pickens catch in the end zone, touchdown. Probably um, one of the best throws. I've ever seen. That was definitely a good throw by the QB. He did pinpoint it on. So that was good accuracy. Definitely the um six. At number six is is definitely finally on defense. The diving pick by Justin Evans. Oh my god. The way I think it was deflected. I remember it was I think deflected off by the Texans receiver and then Justin Evans just died for it and he actually caught it without being ru- I think he was ruled actually he he was down he got downed at the he he got to the um the Texans 42 yard line that's just a really good pick to be honest with you I don't think you can really top that Pick, but hey, <laughs> it might another pick might show up again. So yeah, number five is wait. Oh, let me check. I think it's number five. If I'm wrong, I will correct myself. Surprisingly, this is also on defense. The um chased down by Danny Etling on BJ. Was it B? What, what was it again? Let me check. BJ Baylor. But yeah, that was just a really good chase down. He stopped the touchdown. But yeah, that's really all I can really say about that. Number four. Number four is... Drum roll, please. The touchdown throw to Jarrett Stearns. That, that, that's really good. I'm not even going to lie. I don't, think, I don't think my QB can top that. I don't think, I don't think anybody can top that. <laughs> oh, but like, bro... It was actually really good. 
the catch was smooth. Everything was smooth. But yeah, that's really all I can say about that. I mean, the coverage was horrible. Like, literally, the coverage was that bad. But anyways, yeah. Number three. Number three is... It's the catch by Harold Hinton. Great execution, great pass from the QB. Everything's on point. Plus, you gotta add that he kind of mossed him. He literally had to dive backwards just to catch it. But, receiver still caught it. But, other than that, it's a really good play. I don't think you can really top, top that when it comes to mossing on highlights. But, yeah, it's here. Now, I might be proven wrong, but hey, it's here, okay? It's in the top three. So, number two, my top two. Number two is the pick six by Martin Emerson Jr. Literally, this dude took the ball away from Tim Jones. Dude literally took the ball away. You can't tell me that ain't good. Like, come on now. And no, this was the Cleveland Browns against the Jaguars, and they still somehow lost, but we ain't going to talk about it. So, yeah. Finally, we are here at the number one play. Now, the number one play is, drumroll please. Is the throw by Kenny Pickett to Bonds, right? If I'm correct, Tyler Bonds from Kenny Pickett. That was the catch that made it to the number one play. I was going to add another one, but I don't think it's that good. But, yeah. So, thank you for listening to the podcast today. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and if you made it all the way, y'all are special. So thank you, thank y'all for watching, and I'll see y'all next time. What do you do? What do you do? Or actually, thank y'all for listening. Actually, so um, yeah, thank y'all for listening, and I'll see y'all next time. What do you do? What do you do?